Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, Noel Nation. Welcome, welcome, everybody. This is episode eight of the Believe in FSU Football Podcast. My name is Chris Sharp, and I am your host. Now, Believe is the number one sports podcast network, so whether it's the NBA, the NFL, the MLB, college sports, whatever your sports fix is, we've got it, and we show it. So we're on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, the TuneIn app. Wherever you listen to podcasts, we're on there, and we're ready to perform. Now, this week, Florida State's taking on Boston College. We're on the road. We're coming off a loss against Miami. And Boston College, at first, they were pretty down the season, but actually they had a pretty good performance last week on the road. They won 58-27 to against Syracuse. Now, Boston College, uh, they've had an interesting up-and-down season. They lost their starting quarterback, and then sort of they kind of rely on the running game and went back to the basics, and A.J. Dillon, their star running back, is taking over. So currently, A.J. Dillon's got, he has uh, 1,286 yards and 13 touchdowns on the season, which is a 5.5 yards per carry average and he's really the catalyst for this team so if Florida State's going to win this game on the road then stopping A.J. Dillon's the number one key and that's gonna be a little bit harder because Marvin Wilson Florida State's starting defensive tackle and five-star recruit leader on the team team captain out of Houston he's out for the apparently for the rest of the season with a hand injury so he got surgery on his hand so he'll be out for most if not all of the rest of the season and that might conclude his career at Florida State because Marvin Wilson's expected to be a top, you know, first, second round pick, probably third round at worst. But if he works out well at the combine, he'll certainly be a, a day one or day two draft pick. And honestly, for him, it's probably best for him in the long run to get that hand right. That way he can work out effectively. And when, when it comes to the combine and the pre-draft prep, he can kind of work out properly if he gets a hand fixed. So Marvin Wilson's had a great career at Florida State. He's, it's been a rough patch of time because Florida State's been losing since he's been here. But he's, he's given his all at every snap. He's 100% all in a null. He's really showed a school pride, and he wanted to bring this program back to prominence while he was here. Things didn't turn out too well, but honestly, I have to say, Marvin Wilson is a true Seminole, and he should definitely be remembered as that the rest of his career. So Marvin Wilson is going to be out, and that's going to add a challenge to the FSU defense. Now, Jim Levitt, who was a quality control kind of coach, he's been brought onto the field since Willie Taggart's been taken off the field as since he's been removed as head coach. So Jim Levitt, who was a defensive guy, he was a defensive coordinator at Oregon, at USF as well. He is now on the sidelines, so he might have a bigger impact in calling the plays So on defense. So it'll be interesting to see how they adjust without having Marvin on the field. Corey Durden, who's a little banged up, he'll have to step up. Robert Cooper will have to step up as well. And some of the backup guys who have had a couple of de- decent snaps but haven't really sparked as much, they'll have to make an impact too because – Odell Hagens, who's now the head, interim head coach, he likes to rotate on the D-line to keep guys fresh. So whoever's in the backups, whoever's a second string or third string, they'll have to step up in the place of Marvin Wilson. They can't replace Marvin Wilson by himself. No, no, one, no one player can. But maybe as a collective, they can try and sort of mask the, the needs and the, uh, the mis- and mask the needs and mask uh, the lack of Marvin's presence on the field. So honestly, Boston College on the season hasn't really had a great year. Obviously, now there's Florida State so far. So this is a very crucial matchup, not just for bowl implications, but also just for school pride at this point because for both teams, it's kind of been a rough season. For Florida State, there are higher expectations with an easier schedule and some crucial home games, but unfortunately, we haven't really been able to pull through. 
And if Odell Higgins can kind of rally the ship, there's been a lot of outside noise, outside clutter this week with Willie Taggart being dismissed with potential Bob Stoops, Stoops news. But if Odell Higgins, as the interim head coach, can kind of get these guys to focus on one game at a time, as he said in his press conference, if he can get them to focus in on Boston College, then maybe they can do something. Now, I was there two years ago when Florida State went up to Boston College, and we lost by 30 points on the road up north. So I was there. It was about the same time of year in November. Actually, it was a little bit earlier. It was around Halloween, but it was a cold night. So, And Florida State, we just weren't ready to play. We weren't ready to play that game at all. We came out there flat. We turned the ball over, and Boston College and A.J. Dillon ran all over us. So, But that team didn't really show as much effort in his heart. And hopefully the effort that I've seen throughout the season, despite the losses, the effort I've seen throughout the season, hopefully that carries through in this game and they can show some fight, show some heart on the road because we have a talent to match up with BC. Now, protection-wise up front, maybe not on offensive line, but besides that, every other position, I believe we have the ability to match that effort. Whether we have to ride K-Makers again for a couple more games, that might be an impact, but... Florida State's got to focus on this one game because if you get through this one game, then you have Alabama State at home, then you're going to a bowl game. And despite all the turmoil, despite all the noise, if Florida State can get to a bowl game, that would mean everything because we're at rock bottom right now. And actually, I was listening to the radio when I was driving to work the other day, and I kind of heard a quote from Tyler Perry. He was saying how sometimes the best place to be is at rock bottom because all you can do is go up from there. So Florida State, we're kind of at rock bottom right now. We have an interim head coach. We haven't made a bowl game just yet. We we missed it last year. We don't have a head coach. Apparently the budget's kind of crazy. There's a lot of outside factors. You know, you have national media criticizing Florida State. So it's it's us against the world right now. So no nation. We have to come in tight. It is us against the world. We have to come in tight and be with each other and lock arms and push forward. We're at rock bottom right now. So all we can do is go up. So the key is to go up and fight on even though it's a USC term, but the key is to fight on and keep going. And we are unconquered. That's our motto. That's our motto. That's our slogan. We are unconquered. So we, we're down right now, but we haven't been conquered just yet. So Florida State, that's the key this weekend. And that's really the key for the game and also for the rest of the season as well. So if Odell can kind of get the team to rally. Now, Alex Hornibrook started against Miami. I, depending on how the week of practice goes, I think you're going to want to start James Blackman this week just because Horny Brooks kind of succeeded against lackluster competition, if you will. So he's had, and he really doesn't have a great deep, I mean, his arm strength's just not there. So even though Blackman's a little more flustered sometimes, and I feel like Horny Brook can kind of manage on a down to down basis better, I still feel like Blackman gives you a better chance to succeed. So on a couple of deep balls or, or even more of the intermediate passes, Blackman can get the ball there. The key is he has to get it out faster and more efficiently as well. So no more holding on pump, no more pump fakes and RPOs, no more holding the ball. He has to get the ball out on time and in sync as well. And also, if they can implement the wild cam with LeBorn, I think they need to do that for at least 20 snaps. You know, 15 to 20 snaps, maybe. Just get K-Makers the ball in every way possible. Get Kalen LeBorn and K-Makers in the backfield. Let them orchestrate the offense. Keep it simple. Keep the game plan impact in line and simple. And that will help the quarterbacks as well. Because if the running game gets going then that means that James Black will have a lot easier day as well. So, And the receivers, they have to make some plays. Tamari Ontario on the outside, I need you to have a game where you make every contested catch, or at least at least 80, 75 to 80% of those catches. I, I can't have a Wake Forest game where you drop two easy balls, but then you get mad when, you're, when the ball is overthrown to you down the sideline. So overall, you got to make those intermediate. Those, all those little plays add up. So if it's a 15-yard pass, on first and ten or second and long, you got to make that catch. You can't only you can't only make the go route touchdowns. Those you got to really 
every pass, every ball matters right now. So whether it's Warren Thompson on the outside or or tight ends as well, receivers, everyone. So not Warren Thompson. Excuse me. Tomorrow on Terry on the outside. Uh, Warren Thompson is a whole different story, but that's a lot of drama on the on the side because apparently he tried to sit himself out one game, and then his mom was critical as well of Willie Taggart. So that's been a lot of drama on the outside, but that's outside clutter at this point. Whoever is all in, I need them to be all in and locked in this game because this is for a bullshit right here. This is for history. This is for pride too. This team, they don't want to go. They've already have one season of not having a bowl, not making a bowl game on their record. Having two would be one of the worst performances in literally almost like 40 years, honestly. So it's very critical for Florida State to show up this weekend. And But speaking of showing up, we're going to have a huge surprise coming up in the next couple of days as I believe our co-host is going to be coming in pretty soon. It's, it's going to be a nice surprise. He's a very quality human being, a very good, good individual. He's a null through and through, and I believe he's coming up soon. We're t- kind of working on contracts and details right now, but tune in for the next episode because we're going to have a very special new co-host of the show, and this show's going to go up another level. We are all in on this show as long as all in as long as we're as we're also all in on the null. So it's going to be very fun times on the on the Believe in FSU Football podcast. No nation, I know we're down right now. It's been a rough little bout, but. Never fear, Florida State. We're going to be back. Whether it's we're all we see in all different phases. Academically, we're a top twenty university on the field in basketball. Even though we lost first game, you know basketball. We'll, we'll be back. Soccer. We're going for a, a, another uh, cup run right now. All in all, the Florida State. We are unconquered. Even when we're down, we get back on our feet and we rally. All right. So that's the key. This is a rally. Turn your hats backwards to the side, upside down. Whatever you have to do, do it like a do like a for a sea bear attack and SpongeBob. Put it on top of your head, upside down. Whatever you got to do to rally, we're gonna do it. Nolf Nation, we're gonna be back in business. And I have positivity coming forward. I believe truly that this is gonna turn out. I think the boosters do have a plan for the future. It looks kind of in flux right now, but with Bob Stoops, I think it's we'll know by maybe mid next week what's gonna go down with that. But even if it's not Bob Stoops, I think we're gonna get somebody in here that's quality that can at least build us back up to to at least a a stable program, and then from there we can go even another step. It's baby steps right now, but we're going to get there, Null Nation. So thank you for tuning in. Remember to like and subscribe to the show. Uh, follow me on Twitter at underscore Chris Sharp underscore. Also use the hashtag BelieveFSU. And you can just go to Believe.com and check out all the other content. We have several, a, a lot's going on in sports right now, and we have plenty of shows, plenty of content out there. So please subscribe to the show, like the show, leave a comment as well if you like the show, or if you don't have a show, tell us what I can improve on. And thank you for tuning in, and go Knowles. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.